Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Average Joe's Media. Once again, here we are in the middle of episode seven. Going to talk about Shifting. social sensitivity. I'm here with my man, the Average Joe. I'm the Average Joe Boo. Joe, how you doing? Está muy bien. ¿Cómo estás, Joe Boo? Are you uh, learning the whole Rosetta Stone situation? Sí. Okay. I'm good. I appreciate you asking. So, what is social sensitivity? Donde esta el baño? Uh, down the hall and to the right. Okay? Now, at what point in time does social sensitivity cross the line? You know, I don't know when it crosses the line for, for you or for our listeners out there. But I got to tell you, I was disturbed recently. Why is that? Well, I saw a plethora. A post coming up on my social media feed. Heavy. See, si. I do e- not know what a plethora is. Episode eight, English language and definitions. But no, seriously, so I, I, I was seeing these posts and I and I was, I felt sad. I felt troubled because okay. apparently, in my efforts to be an upstanding citizen in this great land that we live in, one who who loves all walks of life and all people, I found out I was a bigot. That's fair. Well, I don't know if that's fair or not. But apparently I'm a bigot because I use phrases like, hey, you know what, I'm going to try to kill two birds with one stone. Hold on. I, you know, while you mention that, I need to finish this quail right here. I'm, it's delicious. <laughs> Is it? It's really good. There's actually two breasts of quail right here. They're I not like very it. big, but they're delicious. Well, they, did you? How'd you procure them? Were they killed by a falcon? No, no, no. It was a single, uh, single shotgun round and sprayed. Okay, okay. Yeah. I would be concerned. Because two quail with one shotgun. Two quail with one shotgun. Well, bird on bird violence has to stop. It really does. So, anywho, I was told by an organization called PETA that is, I guess a representative representative body for animal rights and 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 vegans all places. And hey, no offense to the herbivores out there. But apparently, I'm a bigot for saying things like, kill two birds with one stone. I should instead be saying, feed two birds with one scone. Ooh. First of all, how do you know birds like scones? I don't know. They, maybe they like biscuits with their teeth. Yeah, maybe. Or crumpets. Right. Maybe a biscotti. A biscotti, you never yeah. know. Well, how, do, how do we know scone is what we need to use? What, if, what are they like, just plain toast? How is that not... Some sort of offensive to a baker, or what about a grain? Just I mean, to say. What, what what if I'm an oat? I have feelings too, right? What about phrases all grains like, matter? They really do. They really do. Whole wheat and organic. What I mean, about, they didn't already have enough going on with this whole gluten allergy thing. I know they're already getting pushed to the curb. Everybody's becoming gluten free or gluten sensitive. I know. What is gluten? That's a whole nother podcast. See episode eight or nine. We might squeeze it in here at the end of episode seven. However. Carbs. They're what's for dinner. What about phrases like, bring home the bacon? I love to bring home the bacon. In fact, I think I'm going to have a pork roast going in later. I have bacon every morning in my head. Sometimes it's a little too, you know, laborious to fix. But bacon's delicious. Why would I not want to bring home bacon? I'm telling you. BLT. It's where it's at. 
I mean, even if you like, you, you're saying to yourself, you know, like, I don't really want the lettuce and tomatoes, then you can have like a BLT minus the LT. That's then fair. Just, then you just need a B. That's that's fair. Sounds weird. A bacon sandwich. Bacon sandwich. Yeah, a B. I'm going to have a B. I'm going to have a B. You know what? I know people <laughs> regularly who have Bs, okay? Do. Or who are Bs. Okay, so what about putting all your eggs in one basket? I mean, 99 problems with a B's not one. Right. But maybe it's all of them. Maybe it is. I like putting all my eggs in one basket. I don't, because what happens if you lose the basket? Well, you know what? Then you're not eating any eggs. You're eating more bacon, Josh. More bacon. So, what what should we say instead of bring home the bacon or putting all my eggs in one basket? I don't know, but I'm afraid that they might accuse us of beating a dead horse. Whoa! Sorry, hold on. Hold on. I forgot. That could be offensive to horses. Right. So, Especially ones that are dead and no longer have feelings. So instead, I'm supposed to say feed a fed horse. Yeah. But why would I feed a fed horse? It's already been fed. Why would I feed it more? But isn't equestrian obesity a plague to this nation? I think it really is. When the horses can't jump over three bars, I'm saying, there's a problem. We don't want a lethargic, overweight horse. We really don't. Stop feeding that fed horse. It's been fed. And what are you feeding it? Yeah. Oats? If you thought, No, no, no. Maybe bacon. Maybe bacon. Could be. Could be. Maybe it's oats. Maybe. But, so instead, how about instead of bring home the bacon, how about let's let's bring home the bagels? More offensive language towards grains. I mean, once they said bring home the bacon, now bring home the bagels. Kill two birds with one scone, or feed two birds with one scone, whatever they said, now they're talking all about Oats, wheats, bread material. This is not any different. What about instead of putting all your eggs in one basket, how about put all your berries in one bowl? They're grainists. They really are. They're they're naturalists. Naturalists. I mean, what happens if I take some berries from somebody who grew those berries and was planning on eating them? I put all his berries in one bowl. Now it's my bowl. And what happens if you drop the bowl? All the berries go bye-bye. Well, if the berries don't want to get plucked from their vine. Well, then they're going to have to tell me. I don't know how they do that, but they're going to have to. I mean, I've seen episodes of Strawberry Shortcake. Those berries have feelings, bro. They really do. They really do. They really do. Have you ever they're seen... Like, ah, and then they don't want to be... They don't want to die. Have you ever seen Veggie Tales? Those are based on true events. I, I'm, I'm disturbed. Like, If we want to take a little side step on Veggie Tales, let's talk about Veggie Tales. The cucumber... The asparagus, the tomato, they all talk. So here's the thing. If you want me, here's my problem with VeggieTales. If you want me to go down this psychedelic trip that a cucumber was there for the birth of Jesus, why can't you give him arms? Like, is it so far of a stretch that if vegetables are at every critical Bible moment, they have floating hands, why can't you give him arms, Josh? Here's the thing that that boggles my mind. If these vegetables were there, when actually did TV get created? When did they record all this? Episode 9, Conspiracy Theories. I like it. So, how about, what's an alternative? This is another phrase that, it's, it's a phrase that people use for success or trying to motivate. Take the bull by the horns. What would you suggest as an alternative phrase for take the bull 
by the horn. Well, PETA suggested that if you're going to refrain from using anti-animal language, you should take the flower by the thorn. Ouch! That hurt. Have you ever grabbed a flower by its thorns? No, because that's stupid. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Now, also, grabbing a bull by the horns would be ridiculous as well. However, one would think you would be on top of the bull and behind him while you're grabbing the bull, right? I mean, people ride bulls all the time. Maybe don't. Maybe not ones with horns. I don't know. But... That's really interesting because I always kind of imagined it as like you know the bull's facing you, uh, you know what I mean, and, you, and you're taking the bull by the horns, you're doing that little flip thing, you know, like when they're gonna like hog tie the animal. Yeah, don't don't get into hog tying. That Whoa, is, that is the Whoa, devil I speak apo- right there. I apologize. You got to get out of here. So, but still take, but but they they approach the bull or the calf because it's calf roping that you're talking about. They approach the calf from behind. They run up behind the calf, jump on the neck, put them down to the ground, and hog tie or, or whatever. So this brings me another question. If you get a Charlie horse in your calf, should we be changing the names of that? What? Tell me about Tell me about what the new name for calf would be in my leg. Tree stump? What are you trying to say? What are you trying to say about my legs, Joe? I don't know. I mean, what else are we going to call them? I don't know. I mean, it's not like whenever you slap someone's calf, it says moo. Can we call them eclairs? I like it. Because they're a little jelly filled? Or cream filled? Whatever. What, it depends on your whatever tickles your fancy. So Fancy's not tickled by eclairs. What? I'm not a fan. Fancy's typically tickled in the privacy of their own home. However, what about, uh, what about phrases like letting the cat... Out of the bag. Why first of all, first of all, why was the cat in the bag? Why, why are we bagging cats? Well, I mean, to each their own. But I'm saying, like, maybe it's a liberating statement, you know? Like, you know, if you think back to the great, uh, great patriots across history and time. Okay. The great liberators. The yeah. revo- people that have been at the brink of revolutions, you know? Uh, yeah, sure. Take William Wallace for example. Okay, what about old what about old William Wallace? You know, he's standing atop atop the hill with blue face paint, showing off his 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 berries and his and his kilt. You know, and he's saying, you know, you can take my life, but you never take my freedom. Maybe that is the equivalent to let the cat out of the bag. What would be maybe an alternative? There's, maybe there's felines out there. That's their their cry for liberation. You know, like meow, let me out of the bag. You know. So, what would be the alternative to letting the cat out of the bag? I would keep the cat in the bag. Clearly, it wants to be in there. If they don't want you to let the cat out of the bag, Pete is telling you keep cats in bags. They are telling you that. So that sounds that sounds a little bit oppressive to felines. So here's something that is suggested. Instead of saying, let the cat out of the bag, the idiom is spilled beans. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Joe, I want you to fact check me real quick. Fact check it. Bring home the bacon. Put all your eggs in one basket. Beat a dead horse. uh, Kill two birds with one stone. Take a bull by the horns. All those are current 
idioms, correct? Sure. Okay. Current phrases that we've used, I say we as a society, have used to reference one thing or another at one point in time. Now, let the cat out of the bag, that's also a currently used idiom. But you know what? So is spill the beans. Spill the beans. Spill the beans is another one. So all these idioms that we currently use are being replaced by idioms we don't currently use, like bring home the bagels. I got Put one. all your berries in one bowl. Feed a fed horse. Please don't get me started with that one again. And then take the flower <laughs> by the thorns. All those are new phrases and idioms. But you're wanting to replace, let the cat out of the bag with spill the beans. Those are both current idioms. Why, why aren't we creating a new idiom for the cat? I got one, brother. Okay, let me hear Free the frijoles. Free the frijoles. What are frijoles? Uh, beans in Spanish, correct? So you're you're telling me all you want to do is just basically reword spill the beans with the synonyms beans. or but free the for holy sounds better or no. the Spanish English equivalent rolls off the tongue. Does it? We're in the great city of Tejas. We well, that's true. The land of Spanglish and all of its glory. Okay. So with all this You know, some people say I want to learn to speak the language of love. And they automatically think French. For me, ah, Spanish. Wee wee. Would you like a baguette? Oh, oui. <laughs> Quasimodo. Oui, monsieur. Eiffel Tower. But no, for me, the language of love, undoubtedly. Spanglish. Undoubtedly. So, all these idioms aside, other social sensitivities that have just been popping up here lately. Uh, how have you heard this song, Baby It's Cold Outside? I don't know. I really can't stay. I've got to go away. It's cold out there. It really is. So, what's the new buzz about this song? Well, you know, I think there were some misunderstandings about the song. What's that? Well, because basically there's a, a segment of our population that whenever they hear that song, what they're really in their brains hearing is a rape whistle because they think it's a date rape song. That's what I've seen on the newscast. I've seen that I've heard reports that, that hundreds of radio stations across the country are removing this classic Christmas song sung by hundreds of vocal superstars. Okay. Removing it from the the airwaves. Absolutely. For Christmas. For Well, I guess for all times. No, no, no. It just said, I, I saw removing it for Christmas. Oh, okay. So in summertime, it's okay. Summertime is good because, first of all, it's not true. It'll be it's not cold warm outside. outside. Yeah. Baby, it's warm outside. Just go ahead and leave. <laughs> I'll see you later I'm if gonna, you agree. I'm not going to pour you one more drink. Matter of fact, I don't drink. So I, I'm not going to feed a fed horse. <laughs> so what? What is the deal? Bring what, on the bagels. What makes this song so offensive? Honestly, I mean, do we know? 
I don't know. I mean, I mean, have, have we? Should we examine the lyrics? Let's look at the lyrics. Let's real look quick. at the lyrics. Lyrics are being looked at. All right. So, I really can't stay. But baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been. I've been hoping that you drop in. So very nice. So the lady is saying she has had a nice time. But it's time to go. It's getting late. It's time to go. She's had a nice time, but it's time to go. What's the guy saying? The guy's saying, hey, you know, I've really been looking forward to you being here. Yeah. We're having a swell time. And it's cold outside. Uh, let, me, let me help you stay warm. Right. Uh, let me hold your hands because they're just like ice. I gotta warm them up. I'm being nice. Circulation's important, Josh. Absolutely. The woman here is being very conscious of other people. Very conscious. My mother will start to worry. My father will be pacing the floor. So but, really, I'd better scurry. But you know what? I don't always have that much self-control, so maybe just half a drink more. What's the guy's reply to all this stuff? Well, he's saying, you know, it, you're, you're worried about it being cold outside. Yeah. I'm worried about it being cold outside. Yeah. Frostbite is a reality. It really is. So there's this roaring fireplace. There's a roaring fireplace. He's also saying, please don't hurry. Don't please hurry. Don't. Most accidents in cold weather happen when you're in a rush. I agree completely. I think he's being completely uh, discerning here. I, I think he's really trying to protect her. He really is. I think he really is. So keep going on. She's now concerned about other people's thoughts, which don't get me started on people who can't do something without the approval of others. That rolls all over my back. However, she says the neighbors might think. Then she takes a drink say, what's in this drink? So how many times have you eaten something, drank something, and you're like, hmm, this is delicious. What's in this? This is delicious. Right? So what's the guy saying? It's really funny. I, I And we're talking about all this healthier lifestyle business with PETA. I thought the next lyric said no carbs, but it says no caps. It says no caps. No caps. Right. Not, I thought no it carbs. said carbs, too, but that's I because I'm dyslexic. But seriously, though, like, if you think about it being in relationships, if you think about part of the having an amazing moment with somebody that you've met... There's a lot of flirtation that takes place. Oh, there's so much flirtation and there's so much co uh, coercion or convincing or uh, persuasion and all that stuff whenever you're dating somebody. Whenever you have a physical attraction, a emotional attraction, any type of attraction, there is always some sort of persuasion going on. Whether it's the woman persuading the man or the man persuading the woman. I'll take it a step further. Okay. How many times have you been at a party or a family gathering? Once. Once? You do lead a lonely life. I'm sorry. Well, that's that's uh, fair. Episode nine: How to console yourself when you're crying in the fetal position. Um, so where were uh, you going with this question? <laughs> where are you going with this question? I'm completely sidetracked by. <sighs> Anyways, sorry. Flashbacks. Um, you're at a family function. You're at a party. You're at a work event. You're with a group of friends. You're with a group of family. And someone says, you're having a great time. And someone says, oh, you got to go. How often? No, don't go. You got to stay just a little bit longer. 
Yeah. Come on, play play one more hand of cards. Yeah, all that one time. It happened. It did. Probably it, 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 all of it. It happened more than once that one time I had this and gathering. There was a fireplace involved, too, no less. Well, there could have been. Okay. The and fireplace existed. It wasn't necessarily turned on. Right. And may or may not have been in the summer. Right. But anyways, this happens in all types of relationships. It doesn't even have to be romantic. Absolutely. I agree with People you. are constantly saying, oh, come on, just stay a little bit longer. Hey, have one more drink. Right. Have one more piece of pie. Right. What's in this pie? It's delicious. It's Man, so, it's making whoa. me want another one. Man. That's crazy. Is there real rum in these rum balls? Good gracious. That's awesome. It's insane. Man, that's fair. Or they might say, you know, it's raining outside. Just wait till the rain, rain dies. Just sit down. Yeah, no. just hang out till the weather's better. Exactly. Let's watch one more game of football. Yeah. One more episode of our series we're watching, Game of Thrones. Let's let's get one more episode into it. Let's listen to one more podcast by the Average Joes. I know that whenever we're recording and you say, Average Joe, dude, it's cold outside. Let's record one more. I don't feel threatened. Nor am I threatening. Wait a second. What's in my drink? Well, Joe, I believe you uh, asked me for a Coke Zero, so no carbs. No carbs are in that one. I feel very bewildered right now, and I'm under your spell. Ah, listen. Just listen to that fireplace roar. I mean, it's cold outside. Sounds a lot like a washing machine. It really does. So, here's the deal. This guy is clearly attracted. She's clearly having a good time. What is the problem with trying to make the evening last longer? Or, maybe... America has too much free time. Maybe America is reading too much in to a song that was written half a century ago. And maybe they just need to chillax. Just a little bit. A little bit. Scoach. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you're sitting down thinking, man, this song I'm listening to is about some sort of... No, no, it's not! No, it's not. These phrases, I say, are... No, they're not! They're not offensive, okay? They're not offensive because, first of all, you didn't create them to be offensive, nor did the people who created them create them to be offensive, nor are you saying them in an offensive manner. You're saying bring home the bacon. That means you're making some money. You're paying the bills. You're bringing home money, financial stuff, in order to support your family, even if it's literal bring home the bacon because you're a farmer and you're feeding your family, literally with bacon because you're a farmer, Nowhere were these phrases created in any kind of uh, means of being of violating anybody else's sensitivities. Nowhere was this song created to violate people in 2018's sensitivities. So, well, animalism is not a thing. It's not the same thing as racism, anti-sensitism. Okay. I'm very self-conscious about pronouncing complicated words now since our episode on grammar available on Spotify now on iTunes. iTunes, downloadable, searchable, iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe now. However, I do want to point out, because we did an episode on bad grammar, it's not pronunciating. Well, I did, pronouncing. I, I did that just to give you the whole segment. Oh, or enunciate. Enunciate. It's like, not enunciate. a noon. It's not, we're, not, we're not doing it at 12 o'clock here, Joe. But it's if we a, were, if you're enunciating at noon, are you enunciating? 
That's fair. I'm learning That's all these fair. languages. Mi español es muy poquito. It's up you. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much all the time we have here on, on this podcast about social sensitivity. Next time you look at the cookie monster, you may very well be looking at the veggie monster. Ooh, me love cucumber. Until next time, this is the average Joe Boo. This is the average Joe. Telling you to keep it classy. <laughs>